traditional meaning of unicorn is outdated. When Aileen Lee first coined the term unicorn more than a decade ago, she identified 39 companies globally that were under the age of 10 and had crossed the 1 billion mark in valuation. In 2021, India alone produced 44 unicorns. In fact, last year, some estimates suggested that one in four unicorns globally come out of India. Despite all this talk of unicorns, we still feel the term is a little misunderstood. Bloom is now trying to expand the definition of a unicorn beyond those two initial markers. Karthik Reddy calls them the ex-unicorn. It's not your usual pink little horse with a horn. We now see a battle-hardened rhino, a zebra which owned its stripes, and a cute but fierce hippo. In fact, the artwork that embodies this idea is up at the Bloom headquarters in Mumbai and never fails to get noticed by visitors. In the upcoming podcast series, we are talking to founders running these ex-unicorns. We'll speak to them about the courage and resilience it took to keep going when there was little external validation. You'll hear from a founder who spent a decade before getting any recognition, and another who faced over 300 rejections before the first VC noticed. Our first episodes comes out next week. Stay tuned for more. So Karthik, what came first, the idea or the artwork? No, no, definitely the idea. It was brewing in my head for some time that it's like time we showed them. It's a, it was a little bit of that emotion, right? And was inspired by just the grit, resilience of Fun One portfolio, to be honest. So partly they were reaching a decade in existence as a portfolio, and they were mostly written off by the ecosystem as yeah, also runs small companies. What's the big deal? And each one of them was like charging back onwards and growing horns in that in a in a in a sense. and uh wanted to sort of give a shout out to them i guess in my head and then just as a lot of things converge fatefully and i'm become a believer in fate and certain counts when things have to happen they happen there was a covid charity auction and tanuja who have actually seen her work at galleries her work pops up and these are actually the prints of these uh, these animals which are you know which i don't know what her idea was but to me it felt like it was almost took the thought out of my my of my head and celebrated the idea that we have too much uh, sort of cuteness attributed to one single idea of a unicorn whereas that's not how the world works and i had to kind of get it but i was secretly hoping that there wouldn't be crazy bidding on it and i got lucky and so the artwork just emerged and came to office Yeah, you calling them the ex unicorns, but what does the ex here mean? So I think you know a lot of things in Bloom tend to have multiple meanings. Partly inspired by the idea that we were just we had just completed Bloom Day X, which was our tenth anniversary. It was just a milestone for us. The reason we've gotten this far is clearly because of our origins in Fund One. as i said the thought came from championing what the fund one companies have gone through and delivered but most importantly i think the idea was to attribute the analogy to x men and x women so i'm a huge fan of the franchise i've always liked the idea that you can have you know mutants and curious people having superpowers of their own kind rejected by society but misunderstood by society and uh, yet overcome those challenges to actually do good for society and uh, so it is a combination of a little bit of everything and and so you know when you're looking for a term that sort of identifies with what you want to say this just spouted out so that's where the ex unicorns come from how are you making these distinctions or mutants as you call it for unicorns I think it goes back to you know you you would reference something in the introduction around where the term comes from right so Eileen Lee to her credit coined the term but had actually people forget that she had very well outlined definitions of what a unicorn is 
and uh, we've forgotten them along the way because it's cool for the media to just tout up numbers and have a headline which calls them a unicorn but a lot of them don't actually defi- fit that exact definition by the way you have to be a private company which is less than 10 years old there are some companies which are more than 10 years old but cross a billion dollar mark and they'll be stamped on a newspaper headline saying that unicorns so i think in that sense i was trying to create categories of folks who don't fit the 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 description these are not blue eyed pedigreed you know get every round at a very systemic systematic on a systematic basis every year or two and rapidly scale to a unicorn status in 5 6 years it was more like you know they can go sideways they might almost die they might have to like you know survive on bootstrap for 3 years or 4 years in between might take more than 10 years how does it matter if you're building a phenomenal company how do all these definitions matter so in that sense they're not like normal you know human beings which have a defined set of limbs and and perfectly you know shaped organs they could be have built a very different hide to survive they could have built a very different set of horns to survive and i think that's that's the celebration of you know the term and that's where the sort of mutant analogy comes from so the term was due for a rebranding exercise I think so I think I don't think the world is giving it enough credit not that I need the credit but I'm just saying the world has to appreciate the fact that this this is not textbook build out you know at one point was considered a rarity when there were 40 when the term was coined originally now we have 800 or 1000 or whatever the count is and I think the uniqueness of a uh, large chunks of them is being you know understated and I think it's important to set role models of that nature for example women founders building unicorns is not as common but i think they need their own championing right they they go through a different set of challenges they go through the same set of challenges but they also have an additional set of challenges companies in deep tech go through a different set of challenges but to singularly stamp all of their journeys in with one term feels relatively underwhelming and short sighted so yes it's a milestone marker but it doesn't do justice to the journeys Do you think the investor community is also to blame here because they didn't back enough unusual ideas earlier because most of this growth we see is in the last 5 6 years so so people could sometimes question why a VC would fund such edgy businesses how do we explain this change of heart No I think I feel it's the other way around I feel like VCs of the past used to actually fund edgy ideas I think what's become fashionable is to try and get a scale and growth at a unrealistic pace right and so people are chasing business models which can fit that unrealistic pace at one level and i would argue the number of mistakes you would make in that path would be as many as picking fundamentally great technologies and building them the right way and slowly so post post the coining of the word unicorn i would say the market has gotten more corrupted than what it was before that i think venture build out in the 70s 80s in the us was very first principles and fundamentally the right way to build great venture back companies take risks that you know traditional markets wouldn't it's kind of telling that if every tom dick and harry is trying to take venture risk then there's something wrong then it's become mainstream and so yes the pace of technology automatically creates a larger scope for market expansion so if you the unicorns are not simply a function of venture funding but also market opportunities have grown so tech has penetrated every facet of life and that means that the traditional businesses are relatively disadvantaged to actually take advantage of these technology changes because they're not used to building in that fashion so both the pace and the tools that they used to build are very different from how the new age business is built as a result new age businesses will grow faster I'm, i won't be surprised if the number of unicorns further keeps the space or grows faster and there's nothing wrong with it new capital formation disrupting old models expanding markets 
India can't be at this GDP for another 10 years, right? So it has to double at some point. And that means a lot of that value creation can belong to the new tech-enabled unicorns. So it's inevitable that there will be increased pace. It's inevitable that there'll be more capital. I just feel like capital, venture capital can't afford to be lazy and and be looking for formulas and has to appreciate that a significant, a significant portion of classic legendary companies are built through, you know, unconventional paths. And if you don't realize that and, and, you know, have a fair share of them in your long-term winners, I think fundamentally, either you've gotten lucky in between and you won't survive long-term or you'll have, you know, you won't be a great venture franchise is my humble take. I mean, Mm. I'm sure there are enough who disagree with me, but I would like to believe that that's what that's we are building to our beliefs on the space. One last question. What can companies wanting to become unicorns learn from these ex-unicorns? Oh, a lot of things. I think and that's, I mean, the love for doing this podcast came from that. I, I would want each entrepreneur listening in to pick up, you know, at least one or two facets from each story and each journey. And I haven't written or, you know, documented each one of them, but undeniably resilience, right? Ability to sort of, you know, build without formulas around you know, borders, markets, talent, hiring, biases that exist around, you know, gender, the fact that you're an Indian company and can't go and conquer the world. Only a certain venture path allows you to build that unicorn. All of these myths have been busted by one or more examples in our series that we're putting together. So I truly, truly hope that they serve as inspiration for, even, even even if you've been fortunate and ridden the traditional unicorn path, I would like to believe that there is at least a handful of learnings from each one of these wonderful entrepreneurs that we're going to present. Thank you all for checking out X Unicorns. This podcast is the Bloom Ventures offering and we will be releasing a new episode every Tuesday. Our sound engineer is Shreya Tiwari and our producer is Vedant Nayak of Manic Pod Studios. Cheers. <laughs>